On today's I Didn't Say That Quarantine. But let's go. All right, before we get into the thick of it, don't forget about our friends at Freedom First. Check them out at freedomfirst.co to get their awesome patriotic shirts. They also have an I didn't say that shirt, so you can rock us all the time. And, <laughs> hey, well. You should have seen that. I wish we had a camera for that <laughs> one. And uh, if you put didn't say all one word, no apostrophe, you get 10% off. And until tomorrow, they're running a sale where all evergreen shirts are $17. So get on that. All right. At freedomfirst.co. Instagram. And the website again is freedomfirst.co. Um, so I guess we're going to lead off with the thing that's on everyone's mind today, and that's the primaries tomorrow in Florida, Ohio, Arizona. What did you think we were going to say? Somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> I, think there's a, I think there's another one. Um, Are they even allowed to leave their house? Is that allowed? Yeah, I mean, Florida's, I mean, you got Rick Scott right now on Fox News Live. Uh, with Martha McCallum saying that Florida's going to hold the primary elections uh, tomorrow, which um, means it can't be that serious. I mean, let's—I mean, let's be frank, right? Like we have the president and the CDC out there being like, "You have to limit gatherings of ten, limit social gatherings to ten people or less." And then you have one of the largest states in the country being like, "You don't want to know what? We're holding our elections tomorrow, anyways." And Ohio has postponed. And Louisiana's postponed. So states are postponing out there. Um, Governor DeWine of, of Ohio has been very aggressive in, in, the, in the response to this in Ohio, the coronavirus. Um, but, you know, hey, Florida's, Florida's going along with their, their thing. So apparently there are public health officials in Florida saying, like, whatever. Have at it. Um. But I guess that brings us into what we're going to be talking about, which is um, the coronavirus. Um, it seems like pretty much the country is shutting down until April 5th, April 7th. Around that time, most states are. Um, you know, there's a couple locations that are going to be more aggressively enforcing a curfew, San Francisco being one of them. If Hoboken, you notice, New Jersey. <laughs> it's all places run by Democrats. Hmm, interesting. Do you think they care more about the health of their people? Or do they care more about being a dictatorship? I was about to say, if San Francisco was uh, was on the forefront of public health concerns, they probably wouldn't have as many homeless and feces and used needles on the streets as they do. Um, but... Uh, Trump had a news conference. Let's let's start. Let's start with since the last time we spoke, all of our lives have drastically changed. Since the last time we spoke, um, all sports in America have shut down. Um, air travel has reduced drastically. 
bars have been shut down, restaurants have been shut down. Well, restaurants have either been shut down or turned to takeout only. Um, bars are definitely a no-go. Brew pubs are a no-go. Breweries are a no-go. Um, depending on the location that you live in, uh, most likely your kids are at home with you right now. They are not in school. Um, same with college students. Um, if you are able to work remote for your job, you are working remote from your job. And if you're not, you're poor. I mean, That's- like, you're not going to make any money. And now yes. we're totally screwing up the economy for what is basically the flu. Um, we have decided yes. to get rid of all of our liberties and become a communist nation and destroy our economy for what is just a bad flu season. Change my mind. So, okay. Yeah, okay, fine. Right, let's just get into this. I think that take is just atrocious. Um, you, you know, the reality of the situation is is that this. I'm just going to stake out my opinion right here at the beginning. Um, I think that the response I think two things can ha- I think two things can be true simultaneously in this case. One, I think the media has blown this way out of proportion. As Katie has said, it's just it's it's essentially just an abnormally bad flu season. We all went through this in 2009 and all of us this year were like, "Wait a second, we went through this in 2009 because we don't remember our lives being upended because they weren't." Now, part of that was because in 2009, no one had jobs, so we were all just worried about how we were going to get paid next, not how um, you know we were going to fight off a bad flu season. Things have been going so well under President Trump for the vast majority of Americans that this is the first thing that we have really looked at and gone, "Wow, that's really going to upend our lives." Um, it's a new virus. It's one that we don't have, um, you know, the best treatment for yet. It's one that people don't have, um, antibodies built up for yet. So it's more contagious than the regular flu. It's the mortality rate is greater than the normal flu, which basically leads to, and it's especially, um, dangerous, for those with compromised immune systems over the age of 60. And so it is a situation where, yes, the media has taken this and has just run wild with it and has spent a ton of time trying to make it seem like Donald Trump is just letting Americans die in the streets of this disease when the reality is is that the United States so far has done a pretty good job of containing it. Um, if you look at how many people have died here, it's certainly not as much as it is in other places. Certainly when you look at Italy and China, it's not even close to that. Um, you know, we're still talking about a situation where, you know, when you look at the number of deaths so far, not to minimize it, but the number of deaths from the coronavirus so far in this country are less than the number of people who get killed on our roads every single day. Um, the, 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 the fear is is that basically what happened in that Washington um, retirement home, that it gets into a retirement home and it can, it can wipe it out. Um, and, that's, and that's basically what we're being vigilant with right now. Like, look, there, there, there have been sporadic cases of young people really getting hit hard or dying with it. 
Um, you know, same with people in their middle ages. But what we're really concerned is like, especially when, when you're over 80, you do not want this. You do not want this if you are over 80. Um, and that's and that's basically what we're dealing with right now. And that's what Dr. Burks and President Trump and Mike Pence, uh, Vice President Pence, laid out today, which was if you're you're a millennial, you're 25 to 35, you're in our age group, we're millennials. Um, look, for the next couple of weeks, you just got to stay home. You're the ones who are the most out and about. You just got to stay home. It is really important that you stay home. Um, and I, I think I think both things can be true simultaneously, that the media has gone full-blown panic. We see this as a way to take down Donald Trump. Let's try to take the economy through panic. And for this also to be a very serious situation for a significant portion of our population where it is incumbent on us as a nation, as a whole, to come together to make this as... <sighs> To, to, to try to minimize the impact that this will have on our country. Go. I, I, the whole thing is just absolutely infuriating. Like, we have declared a police state where you are now not allowed to go outside unless you're going to the grocery store or you will be given a ticket for a misdemeanor. That's what they're doing to you in San Francisco. We have completely annihilated our stock market, the worst crash since 1997. We are going to thrust ourselves into a recession. Why? So a couple thousand people don't die? I'm not trying to be cold-hearted here, but folks, we lose that money that many in a month or two on the roads. And do we prevent people from driving anywhere? No. Like, newsflash... Everyone dies. I hate to break it to you. One day you're going to die. It sucks. You know, and maybe. How dare you? And maybe. How dare you? If more of us had religion in our life, we wouldn't fear this as much. So we got that going against society. So if we're going to completely halt our entire economy, force millions now into poverty, destroy our economy, because. A couple of people might die. What are we even doing, folks? We just going to stop everything anytime there's any kind of anything that might kill someone? You Like, are you going to live your life in fear? Or is this America where you have freedom of choice? And that means if this scares you and you're in an affected population, go to the woods, live in a cabin, seclude yourself for 30 days, and then come back. But why are we forcing everyone in the country to stay in their homes and not do anything and destroy the stock market when this is essentially the flu? Because the, the flu st- happens every year. Did we do this for SARS? Did we do this for MERS? Do you know that MERS's fatality rate was like 40%? We didn't do this for MERS. The fact of the matter is, This is just a way to take out our economy and take out Trump. We didn't do this under Obama. We didn't do this under any other president. It's absolutely absurd. It's absurd. Please. What do you have to say? Well, I I just, I don't, 
I just can't agree with I just can't agree with a much of that. I I, I mean, there's some of it that I agree with, right? There is an element of you have to live your life, and there is an element of look if you're sick or you're in a high risk population, now is definitely the time to stay home. Here's the problem when it comes to if you're healthy, just go live your life. There are a lot of people in our age group who are asymptomatic, who can transfer it transfer it to someone who is high risk. Why are you out if you're high risk? Why are you out? This is my point. If all the high risk people quarantine themselves and all the sick people quarantine themselves, why is it everyone else has to suffer? Because we're all in this together. We are not all in this together. CNN is That's sure as shit not That's in this selfish. with me. That's selfish. All we have to do is bite the bullet for three weeks. How do you know it's going to be three weeks? It might be longer. It's temporary, but the this point is, is temporary. This is a slippery slope. This is temporary. You're just allowing the government in four days to take away all your freedoms? For what? I didn't say I'm happy about it. I didn't say like I'm celebrating it. I'm not saying I agree with every action that's been taken, but I think at this point, people have ignored the calls that if you're sick, stay home. Whenever you, you know, if you can avoid it, avoid traveling, stay at home at work, and people have just been going about their daily lives, and it's still spreading. And, you know, one of the things that, testing is just going to help us see is just how widespread it is. We know it's more widespread than like there are more than 4,000 people in this country that have it. There's probably more than 400,000 people in this country who have it. (laughs) You know, we also need to stop. Well, the media, I have so many gripes with. Yeah. The media has been, the media has been bad. I disagree. Trump, Trump said the media has been great during this today, which I totally agree. I think they've been awful. awful. I think they've just, I think they've, I think they've seen it as a test run to see to determine if they can take down a sitting United States president. And um, and it looks like right now that they think they can succeed in doing it. Um, But at the same time, we, we just. We know this is bad for a large part of the population, which means rich, which means that the rest of us have an obligation to help it out. And this goes, I think Katie and I see differently on this Kentucky case, but there is a man, 63 years old in Kentucky, who tested positive, 53 or 63, something like that. Anyways, he tested positive for coronavirus. And the hospital's like, dude, 14 days, like, you're quarantined. And he's like, well, it's not affecting me right now, so I'm just going to go about and do my stuff. And no, I'm not going to self-quarantine, even though I've tested positive and can um, uh, transfer it to other people. And the hospital's like, no. And the government's like, no. Like, you really, you really need to do this. And he's like, no. Up yours. I'm going to live my life. And so the governor of Kentucky stepped in and said, no. Guess what? Now you have the police around your house and you're not allowed to leave. We tried to be nice with you. We tried to make things comfortable for you, but you do not have the right to go out into your community and infect others with this virus who can then transfer it to other people. You do not have that right. And that's the whole point is that this virus is kind of a sneaky little bugger. 
and that for a lot of healthy people in the millennial range, we could be carrying it right now and not realize it because we are asymptomatic. But this goes from one person to one person or from one surface to another, and all of a sudden, people have it, and it's taking them down. And really, all of this is is to make sure that as people get infected with this virus, as they continue, as they will, even through this measure that we're taking as a country, essentially, over the next couple of weeks, it is just to make sure that as people get sick, the hospitals have the infrastructure to take care of them. Oh, well, this is another lie I think that's permeating, is that somehow our hospitals aren't going to be able to accommodate everyone. First of all, first of all, let's talk about the virus itself. If you get it, you get a cold, and then you recover, and then you get the flu, and then you recover. And then some people, not all people, a portion of them get pneumonia. You should only be going to the hospital if you get pneumonia. Guess what? You can ride out cold and the flu from home, unless you are the affected group, which we already talked about. So there's no reason why our hospitals should be overwhelmed if only people who have the most severe system symptoms are going. But it will get overwhelmed if people with the freaking sniffles go in and are like, oh, coronavirus. Like, go home. You don't have pneumonia. Go home. Well, that was part of the press conference today, too, of being like, listen, if you don't need the test, don't don't go in and ask for it. We need to determine whether that like there are treatments for the there are treatments for the seasonal flu that we have, and then there are treating the symptoms of the coronavirus, which we don't have a good treatment for right now. And we need to determine, you know, who gets what treatment. And that's what these tests are for now, essentially. That's what they're for. We know there are more people who have it in this country than the tests. And when we look all, all but back on this in a couple of years and we see the number of people who ended up getting infected or having the virus and the number of people who died, it's not going to look as bad as it is now. But the fact of the matter is, is that the people who are showing up right now who, to hospitals are people who Okay, the other point I wanted to make about the media is if they want any kind of respect from... I would call us the common sense rational people uh, is that you need to start showing all of the recoveries. Like all they're focusing on is people who got it, like it's a freaking death sentence and the people who died when the vast majority of people recover, like people are acting like, Oh, you tested positive. You die. You're going to die now. Like this is not Ebola. Okay. This is not Ebola. Just got an email from the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. Oh, are they canceling Mass? Spending public Mass. We went to Mass on Sunday here in New Hampshire. We did go to um, San Francisco, St. Mary's. Canceled. Where we went. Public Mass is suspended. Okay. So this is an attack now on Christianity as well. Well, yo, we're going to be, yo, we're going to, you know what? We're still going to go to Dunkin' in the morning, but we're going to go before, and we're going to watch Mass on EWTN. It's this whole... Someone's holding Mass somewhere this weekend. I'm telling you, April 7th, I'm done with it. I don't give a shit what they're saying. (laughs) I'm going out. 
fine. You want to take three weeks of my life? You get three weeks. And that's all you get. In fairness. All you get. In fairness, I do think it is correct for us to admit that we did break our Lenten promise tonight. We were not going to go out during Lent, but we did go out tonight because um, as everyone in the world is receiving bad news, we actually received some good news as a family today. Um, well, some good news, but then we also had a lot of bad news. Today. We had a lot of bad news as well. We had more bad news than good news today, but there was a sliver of good news today. Um and um, and so we decided to celebrate with a cocktail at our favorite watering hole. So and we probably have coronavirus. Now. So we probably have coronavirus. Um, but we decided to say, you know, a quarantine farewell. And um, we also wanted to support our local businesses. Yes. And also, if you can, highly encourage you to buy gift certificates to your local restaurants. Or go get takeout. Or go get takeout. Get takeout. As a way to support them. Um, yeah. We, Hello, La Festa. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like, yes. We also, like, my brother's wedding had to be canceled. And it's just the amount of absurdity. That sucked. That, sucked. that is going on for this is just, I think that's what drives me the most crazy is, like, we are our freedoms are being taken away from us for no reason. Like we should be able to fly to wherever we want to go. If we're negative, like they should just be testing us and everyone who's negative is allowed to go on the flight and you should be allowed to go outside. If you're negative, like you're not spreading anything. If you're negative, this is my point. Like we are taking away freedom from people for this tiny fear of a disease that we're not even sure what the death rate is. And I think four weeks from now, we're going to find out it's barely worse than the flu. I'm going to quote a sports commissioner, Mike Wan, who's the commissioner of the LPGA tour. When he said last week when he canceled a whole host more of LPGA tour events after they had to cancel their whole Asian swing, he says, look, you know, I can live with the decision to take the financial hit on canceling these tournaments. I don't want to do it. I don't like to do it. But I can live with that decision. I can't live with the decision to let them go on and know that someone died because they went to one of these tournaments and got affected. And I think that that's just the mentality that it seems like unanimously public health officials want us to take. And it's not, you were talking about this on the car ride home today about what, what um, you know, how this is different from other things. And one of my arguments was is that there doesn't seem to be, there's no partisanship to this, right? There's no partisanship. There's, I mean, in the news media, there's been partisanship. But in terms of when you're looking at public officials, there's like Andrew Cuomo today even said, like, I want to thank President Trump and Vice President Pence for being like so proactive about this. For, for really like being in communications with all the states and all the governors and making sure that 
you know, whatever resources are needed, like let him know. Let, and, and, and Cuomo had some very positive things to say about President Trump on this today um, because they have been taking the situation so seriously. And, you know, it, it's just one of those situations where I I had a friend who is, uh, I had a friend text me last week, you know, we were commiserating about the cancellation of the NCAA tournament basketball tournament and um and i I, and he is a doctor in indianapolis and i was kind of curious to be like you know like just how much how bad do you think it is because of last wednesday this is before you know really there are a couple of things that were getting canceled i think the big news on the nba was the nba last wednesday but i was talking texting him at the beginning of the night and you know in the time that we were texting, our lives totally changed. But but he was saying that, you know, like, no, like, seriously, he's like, the issue is, is that we, we are just not, we do not have enough hospital beds. If this gets out of control, he's like, we just don't have the infrastructure to take care of it. But what does out of control mean? Everyone gets pneumonia? Because you shouldn't be in the hospital unless you have pneumonia. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's what he's saying. It's like, if, it's like if, if, you know, if a significant portion of the 60 above population gets it, we, we just don't, we're going to have to start picking and choosing who gets ventilators and who doesn't. I just don't buy that. Like, I think we could make it happen with the military and the full force of America. I just, I don't buy that. Um, so it, it's, it's, a, it's a truly bipartisan concern that you know you don't see any of the doctors on fox news downplaying it right it's not like it's not like and let me let me use this as an example let's use this as an example let's use climate change or global warming or whatever you want to call it as an example there's a significant portion of the scientific community and the meteor meteorological community that go this is nonsense this is just a phase our, our earth is going through we don't we don't have enough evidence to say like oh this is caused between this is caused be this is caused because, um, you know, some soccer mom is driving her three kids to games on the weekends in her uh, suburban. Like, that's that's not what's causing this. There's there's like a total huge combination of factors and things that we don't truly understand. Um, and that the alarmism over this is is insanity. Like our, our planet is much more adaptable to these kinds of situations than than we know there's much 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 more that we don't know about this planet than what we do know um and so you know dramatic you know taking a a you know taking tanya harding you know taking the taking the jeff gluley pipe to the knees of our economy over over global warming is is not the uh is not the way to go um but on this issue you know, another scientific issue, there doesn't seem to be any. But Max, these aren't apples and oranges. Like, doctors always err on the side of caution. 
They don't want you to drink. They don't want you to smoke. They don't want you to do anything bad. They don't want you to eat a French fry. Like, I mean, doctors err on the side of caution. So, of course, I bet you they would also tell you we should do this every year for flu season. Like, of course, they don't want to see anything spread. Well, I think that's one of the memes that's going around. It's like, who hasn't been washing their hands? Right? Who hasn't been washing their hands? Who hasn't been, um, um, who's been going to work sick all the time? You know, who's been doing this? So it's just one of those times where we have to take those precautions that we're told all the time, seriously. And this is part of being an adult. This is just part of being in a, in a free society where sometimes we have to, before the government truly gets involved... We just have to suck it up. I still think this is just a plot to destroy our economy. And I think it's really selfish by the media companies. Like they, like they will stop at nothing. They will stop at nothing. And their excuse is, well, Italy's getting overwhelmed and like yes. everyone needs a social distance. Well, yes. Italy has a single payer healthcare system and is run by the government. Huh. Gee, I wonder why they can't accommodate everyone. Hmm, interesting. Because they have an old pop, they have a population, a high percentage of elderly in their population, just as a lot of Western nations do. And they have a state-run yep, healthcare I agree. system. I agree. I would not want to be on Italian Ita- Italian healthcare. <laughs> I would not want to be in the Italian healthcare system right now. I would much rather be in the United States. However, just because our healthcare system is better than Italy's doesn't mean that we should ignore these warnings. Then, I mean, we'll see. Like, if, if what's so hard about it? Three weeks, folks. Three weeks. It's not. It's not that it's just three weeks. It's that we have destroyed our economy. Like, we have decimated the stock market. If, first People of all, first are of, whoa, losing whoa, their whoa, jobs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. First of all, the, the, the stock market is not a barometer or even a measuring stick of how healthy our economy is. Really? You think people are going to keep hiring at such a quick pace? No, for the next couple of months, they won't. Is that not a slowing economy? No, I, I think, it, and Trump even said it, like, we might head towards a recession because of this. But this goes back to what you said earlier. It's because people have lost faith. It's because we've lost sight that this is a temporary evil. That we'll bounce back from this in six months, eight months. I first- And I know it's a lot, it's a lot easier to say if your financial situation is somewhat stable during this time and i think that's the issue i think and and this is where we learned our lessons from 2009 we're not going to give money to the banks we're not going to bail out the banks this time are we going to bail out the airlines we'll probably bail out the airlines trump said he's going to take care of the airlines is that somehow different uh as long as the airlines are using the money to put into the pockets of their workers no 
It's not. If it's for the airlines to... Um, if they basically, if the airlines use the money for any other reason, um, it's not okay. But we're also, I mean, this, this could be a podcast episode for tomorrow about how our economy is built on tens and tens and tens and trillions of dollars of debt, not just the $22 trillion of debt that our country has, but the trillions of dollars of consumer debt, of student loan debt, of corporate debt and that at some point we're going to swipe the credit card as a country and it's going to say declined and how do you what do you think we should do I think when this country gets through this crisis it is time to make sure that, uh, well, it's time for the balanced budget amendment. Budgets can't get passed unless, unless they're, well, now it has to be a surplus amendment. We need to start paying down our debt. I also don't understand how up until a week ago, we had the best economy we've ever had and people still have no money in savings. Like, but what, we've gone over this ad nauseum in this what country, What have you people Katie, been doing? Because there are haves, haves and have-nots. We've gone over this ad nauseum. 40% of the country, if they were hit with a $1,000 bill tomorrow, would not know where that money comes from. Right. But, like, we've been in a good economy. So, like, are yes. people just not saving? They're yes. just spending all the money they get? Yes. Why? Yes. Why do schools not yes. teach finance, like common sense finance yes. and apparently personal hygiene because apparently no one knows how to wash their hands? And why don't we teach cooking? There's all these people who are like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know how to cook anything. Like, I'm going to starve. It's like mind blowing. Like we went to the grocery store and all the bread was gone and all the pasta. And I was like, well, I'm okay because all I want is vegetables and proteins. Plenty of that because apparently no one in this country eats vegetables even when it's Death Con 5. I was going to say swear word, but I didn't because I know my mom listens to this. <laughs> well, they're, they're, yeah, I, we, we saw the same thing. So, but since we are quarantined and now are not going to see my brother get married nope. um i guess maybe we'll try to podcast every day this week so we all don't go insane well probably through april <laughs> <laughs> we are going to sit across this table and yell at each other every single night for your entertainment maybe we will make up sporting events maybe we'll make up a game oh i started doing that today thunderball i watched uh, a simulated NBA uh, 20 uh, game. I might just watch um, the quarter. last eight weeks of the 2010 baseball season because the Giants won the World Series. And I'll just be like, we won the World Series this year because I just rewatched it. And that's oh, what happened this year. you want to know what we're going to have to rewatch? Hmm. Election night. 
Oh, I do love a good election. We night. haven't done that in like three years. We haven't. We haven't done Trump that in like six night. months. <laughs> the Trump election night. Yeah, we 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 watched that a lot. <laughs> Literally, like, whatever, there man. are photos of us when we moved into this house where we watched it. Well, then it's been a year. <laughs> then it's been a year. So whatever. We're gonna watch old. Anyways, we're gonna wrap this up. I think our Trump tweet of the day is just wash your hands, practice social distancing. Everyone is saying social distancing is gonna what is going to be our main weapon over the next couple of weeks. You so know what, just America? Do it. This is a great time to get into the outdoors and go for a hike because not with other people. By no, yourself. By yourself. You're in nature, so you're social distancing. And you're getting exercise, so you'll be healthier, so you can combat the coronavirus if you get it. And That's for the true. love of God, eat some vegetables. The kids, they're just, they're just beefy. <laughs> um, yeah, wash your hands, practice social distancing, get outside, get some exercise. There's nothing on television. So, yeah, just, just... And this too shall pass, right? There's nothing else to say other than this too shall pass. So on behalf of us here, and I didn't say that, just stay well and um, talk to you tomorrow. Song?